Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GSU ENI Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Regis Marshall with Karaoke Noir. Welcome. Hi, Lee. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Karaoke Noir. Um, so, yeah, Karaoke Noir um, is really just started in as a out of a frustration that I had. Um, I was doing karaoke a lot with my friends and I just couldn't find songs that really were reflective of my musical choices and the choices that I saw my family and friends wanted to do. Um, And so I had this idea and uh, during my usual social media scroll, I saw that uh, GSU's ENI had a Main Street Entrepreneur Seed Fund um, and they were taking ideas as applications. So I decided to apply. So what exactly is the idea? So does it, do you go into a karaoke um, area with this device or this is a special device sold to karaoke places? No. So what we are is an AI power app um, and web-based application where you can actually have a subscription-based account uh, where you can log in and do your favorite songs. Uh, we specialize in music of the African diaspora. So gospel, hip hop, R&B, trap, Afro beats, reggae, reggaeton, um, and those type of genres. So how does it work for the user? Um, So for the user, once we um, are fully launched, you'll be able to sign up for a subscription or get a two to three day party pass um, and then sign in and enjoy your favorite karaoke tunes. And then how will it be played? Like if if I'm at a a location that has karaoke and they don't have any songs I like and I want to use this, can I use this there? Um, No. So the only way to experience Karaoke Noir will be in your home with our subscription-based plans or with the Karaoke Noir DJ. So you could hire a Karaoke Noir DJ that will uh, be licensed to use our service. So it's meant for kind of um, like parties, private parties? Correct. And then... In in, in in-home use. Right, in-home use. And that could be just by yourself or with friends, just kind of casual having fun with your friends but not like i'm going to a place and it's a work party and we're all doing karaoke that's not how it's going to go um no yeah that would be that individual locations uh choice on what vendor they decided to use um at some point uh we plan to grow and scale to where uh locations could uh decide to contract with us to use our service so now what equipment does that individual user need in order to use the service Um, Really, all you need is a laptop or mobile device, a laptop, cell phone, or a tablet. Um, You'll be able to log in and sign up, and then you can get to singing. If you have microphones, that's great. Um, One of our plans down the roadmap is to offer all-in-one karaoke machines along with speakers and microphones. And then um, have you tested this? Do you have kind of a minimum viable product right now, or is this still at the idea stage? Um, we're probably like in between idea MVP. So that's what we've been able to do with the Main Street Entrepreneur Seed Fund was really learn a lot about um, some of the legal aspects of the business and what it really takes to build an application. So we've uh, been able to set a solid foundation to continue to raise funds and go forward with building the app. And then um, did you have a technical background to build apps or is this something that you had to find a, a kind of a technical help 
No, I don't have a technical background in building apps. So I was able to find um, a technical co-founder. And then I also have a legal co-founder um, who's really legal savvy um, to help us with the music licensing. So one of the uh, key terms or key items that we'll need to uh, tackle in order to have a successful product is obtaining all the music licenses to use current uh, music that's out there. Um, and of course, that is uh, quite expensive. So that's another reason why we were able to use our funds to really brand ourselves and get started so that we can go on. On other pitch competitions and and seek other investment funds and yeah so i would imagine that that's going to take up a big part of the budget right is the licensing the music absolutely now um so when you first had the idea and you started kind of going through the steps to solve the problem it seems like there were problems everywhere how did you kind of get through each one of them that it seems like that would be a pretty daunting uh challenge yeah, I mean, we really spend a lot of time learning and researching what karaoke looks like in America um, and what the licenses that are required uh, to have karaoke services here in the United States. Um, and so we really learned a lot about the mechanical license and the synchronization licenses and all these uh, terms that we need in order to move forward. We also spent a lot of time archetyping and understanding what technologies were available to us um, to help build our ideal product. Now, what about the market? Is there a big market for in-home karaoke use? Um, overall, karaoke is a $10 billion global industry. Um, unfortunately, it's so new to the United States. It doesn't have um, its own necessary lane or market quite yet in the United States that you can kind of carve out. Um, and there are actually only two major uh, competitors that have karaoke apps, and none of them are American-based companies. So we kind of have a wide open market to try to come in and get a piece of that market share and also create and cultivate a karaoke culture. Now, what efforts are you doing to kind of develop that karaoke culture? Um, I mean, really, a lot of it's already been done, right? So there's all kinds of karaoke events. So we know that people love to do karaoke. There's trap karaoke. There's Afro karaoke. You know, there's always a bar or an establishment having karaoke night. Um, but what we noticed was the DJs, one, couldn't find the song. So they would have to go on established platforms. So they would have to go on YouTube. When we did a lot of our customer discovery with the DJs and with individual consumers, we found that a lot of people had to go to YouTube to find songs that they liked. Um, and so for us, we saw that really as an opportunity to seize that market and just to open up something new and introduce a new product. Now, is this your first entrepreneurial venture? It is. So how's it been? Um, it's definitely been uh, interesting, right? So I had to learn a lot. Um, these aren't skills that they really teach you in school. Um, and so just did a lot of self-learning and listening to podcasts, reading, and really spending time in this Main Street program has really helped me learn uh, all that kind of goes into starting a business. So what are some of the kind of the benefits you see of being part of the Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund? Um, well, I would first say the relationships that we've built, um, having an entrepreneur in residence that we can text or call at any time has been really helpful. Uh, the classes and workshops that they provided have been really, really helpful just from the learning aspect. Like I said, we started with an idea. So uh, we didn't go into this knowing how to run a startup or start a business, but we just kind of had an idea and a hunch that this was something that kind of needed to exist in the world. So this program has really helped us develop that idea into a real strategy um, so that we can continue to go forth and build it. Now, when did you kind of get a sense that this could be something big? 
Um, usually it's just, uh, when I asked people during the customer discovery, um, finding out that either people didn't know of existing karaoke platforms available to them, or that when they did do karaoke, they used YouTube because YouTube would have the songs that they wanted. And then three, I asked, you know, when they went out, uh, to do karaoke, were they able ever to find the songs that they liked? And a lot of people said they couldn't find songs that they liked, um, you know, especially in the, the African diaspora genres, uh, you just don't see that representation presentation there. And then when you were building your team, how did you find each of uh, your co-founders? Um, I really just started asking around. Um, so <laughs> I asked uh, some lawyers that I knew if anybody knew an entertainment lawyer. Um, and that's how we got uh, our co-founder, Devin, um, who handles the legal aspects. And then um, my sister's husband is actually our chief technical officer. So that was a pretty easy find. And then um, how has GSU helped? Uh, because with their emphasis on entrepreneurship permeating kind of the whole school, it's, a, it's unique compared to other universities. Uh, have you found that to be helpful? Um, absolutely. Like I said, just the vast network, um, the fact that they're able to provide us funding um, was really amazing. So we were able to really make leaps and bounds with that funding that had we did, if we didn't have it, you know, we'd probably still be stuck somewhere around the ideation phase, um, trying to figure out where do we spend money? How do we allocate money? What resources were worth us allocating to? But because of Main Street, you know, we've been able to really get a good solid foundation. We were able to afford systems and processes um, to last us for at least the next 12 months and, and keep us afloat while we continue to try to build this product and, and bring more awareness to the karaoke industry. Now, any advice for that budding entrepreneur that maybe just has an idea that's just kind of bugging them? They see a problem that's kind of bugging them, but they don't, they haven't taken that leap to be an entrepreneur. You know, it's just one of those things that are back burners. I mean, I feel like you just have to go for it. If there's a uh, something burning inside you and a problem that you just know needs to be solved, um, you just got to try. And that's kind of really the first step is not being afraid to uh, see what see what's possible. And then uh, what's been the most fun part so far for you? Uh, they, the entire experience. I mean, every every time we do something with this business, it's a learning experience, right? Um, and so every day we're learning, every day we're getting better, every day we're discovering new things. So that's really been uh, the best part that it never gets old, it never gets dull. It's just an exciting adventure. And I'm really excited to see what happens. So what do you need more of? Uh, definitely we need more resources, right? Um, and that could be financial resources. It could be uh, technical resources or people with technical skills. Um, and it could also be advisors and mentors within the uh, Atlanta music industry. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more, is there a website? Absolutely. You can visit us at karaokenoir.com or karaoke noir on all social platforms. And if you want to email us, um, if you're interested in being a beta tester one day, uh, feel free to do that at info at karaokenoir.com. And that's K-A-R-A-O-K-E-N-O-I-R.com. That's correct. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GSU ENI Radio. Mm-hmm.